Yes, sir. Yes, sir. People, I'm back. I'm back with another episode. I'm back. I'm, I'm happy about this one. I got one of my homies, a real true friend. We done went to middle school together. Probably did like a year or so in high school together. Uh, he played a little sports, but he did something big for the community back early 2000. They done started a company called MMC. It's called Mathematic Clothing. Um, and they did some wonderful things throughout the city. They are providing uniforms for some of the schools as a sponsor, sponsorship like Charlestown, Burke, some schools like Lynn English. Um, they dabbled into the charter schools, such as Skip Academy, and they did the uniforms over there for them. Uh, first and foremost, that was the first people in the city that I know, and I'm always rep because they're from Rosendale. I, I, I'm going to say they're from Rosendale, but they made their own sneaker. I'm still waiting for my pair. You know what I mean? I'm still waiting for that. Uh, they dropped their own actual sneaker. They're doing athletic line. I mean, I can sit here and go on and on, but I'll probably be jacking up everything that they're doing. So let me bring to the screen or bring on my on the show my homie, my friend, Peter. What's up, baby? What's good? Man, hot towels in the house. What's popping? What's good? What's good, baby? How you doing over there? Yo, I'm chilling, bro. That's what's up. Now, man, I remember when we both had hair. I'm huh? hip, man. <laughs> it took it took us too soon, dude. <laughs> way too soon. Way too soon. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said once again, this is the homie. This is Peter, what, what CEO, president of MMC, Mathematic. I- yeah, Mathematic Athletics. Mathematic Athletics, man. Yeah, you guys produce some hot gear, some fire content, some jerseys. I definitely wore one shirt all the way until the letters fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I need to re I need to re up on a couple more shirts. Sure. But uh, let's just get right right on into it. Like, what made you want to start MMC? Because I know, and in the beginning, when you guys was coming out, you guys was doing like the whole fashion thing with like the jackets and the mountain, the iconic, iconic Malcolm X, yeah. uh, Brooklyn Dodger like uh, renovated jersey. That that jersey was like iconic. I was mad. I tried to get it, and it was like sold out. Y'all was like, "Nah, yeah. we definitely got no more." So like, bring me back to like the beginning in the. In the, the the drawing board, like what made you guys actually want to start MMC and what why that label? Because when it first came out, I thought this was like on some like uh Rick Ross type thing. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, had a, we had the logo that kind of looked like it. Um, but yeah, nah, freaking the beginning. Um, I was I was an artist, bro. I was I was that dude that was literally writing on everything that I could put my, you know, get my hands on. I was writing on my clothes, I was writing on my desk, I was writing on my homework. My teachers hated that joint, but um, yeah. So for me, it was just the outlet where I was able to just, you know, put some type of creative stuff on something, right? And you know, clothing was like the thing that I was. I was sure this can actually work. Um, so that was that was pretty much like my whole thing. I was like, all right. And also, I didn't want to be a broke artist mm-hmm. or or a dead. Well, you know how they say like, um, when you're an artist, the only time when you're like really successful is when you're dead. Yeah. So I was like, nah, man, I want to actually enjoy, you know, some of the, yeah. yeah, I want to enjoy life and I want to make money while I'm, you know, an artist and stuff. So that was like mm-hmm. the whole thing behind that. You feel me? Okay. And how did you come up with the name Mathematics? So me and my, my homeboy, Keith Branch, he went to Charlestown. Mm-hmm. Um, he reached out to me. Uh, I think this was like 2006. Mm-hmm. I was in Florida. I was um I was at Miami Dade College, trying to figure things out. And then uh, Keith, I hit me up. He's like, "Yo, he had an idea. 
of like putting together some clothing stuff. And I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, let's 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 see what's up. Um, so we was like messing around with like a couple names, um, and the mathematic kind of stuck. And I was like, all right, shoot, that, that sounds peace. Plus, like, you know, being from like the culture hip hop, mathematic has always been like thrown, like even with like the five percent of uh, mm-hmm. philosophy and and I, I rock with that philosophy and stuff and i thought it was dope and it kind of just stuck so we were just like yo let's call this joint mathematic clothing so mm-hmm. that was that was the, that was history after that you guys ran off with that so um like i said you guys dropped the iconic mathematic clothing the great great tees with the black with the black leathering on it i remember when you guys dropped those out those were like the first wave of it and then i was just like okay me being me, I'm like, okay, Brody, they, they got a nice little, um, they got something going over there. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know what happened, like, a couple months later, I started seeing promo videos. Yeah. I see my boy G with his shirt off, with a jacket on. Yeah. I started G, seeing G was wilding. G was our model. He I first started you. off. Yeah. I started doing um, uh, fashion runs. I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. This is, wait a minute. Yeah. This is Serious, like they got a team going, and then you guys was like real mafioso with it with those little uh baseball armor jackets. Yeah, those are tough. Like, bring me through like some some of that and like going into fashion. So, 2008, I was doing security, and I just so happened to get like a security gig working at New Balance, Mm -hmm. and I was there for four, I think, four years. So, obviously, like me being a security officer had access to like every floor. I got mm. to see like manufacturing. I got to see, you know, um, marketing. So I was literally like, <laughs> you know, like the spook. while you was working. Yeah, I was like, you know, the spook that sat. I forget the title of the book, but the, the spook that was in the door, some stuff like that. Anyways, yeah. I was that dude. So it was, it was like a. <laughs> It was it was like school for me, bro. So I was able to just take everything that I saw New Balance was doing. I saw tech packs and stuff like that, which is like uh, technical designs on mm-hmm. on the product. And then this is stuff that you normally send to manufacturers to like produce your stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was like my first like introduction to like overseas manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to see like how you know a design could go from prototype to like actual mm-hmm. product. It was a wrap. That's that. That's how we, you know, we were able to get varsity jackets, freaking shoes, jerseys, and the whole nine. So, you know, and that was two thousand, like, I'm gonna say like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So, like, having like access to like overseas manufacturers was like was our competitive advantage because everyone else had like t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so. Do you still have some of those connects or is it is it hard? Is it like, uh, like nah. I think it's easier now because it's like 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 the way that you see so many people now with uh clothing brands, mm-hmm. like it's it's obviously like it's you know a Google search, like oh manufacturing companies like overseas, you'll see a bunch of stuff pop up. But 2010, it wasn't really that many. It, yeah, it wasn't really that many. So really like me, me being a, a security officer at um, New Balance really changed the game for me, you know. That's what's up. That, I, I didn't even know you was working at New Balance, and you yeah, were just bro. trying to get your little scope, look, look, yeah. look outside, looking in. That's that's what's up. I mean, I think that's what a lot of us do do. 
like if we're hungry or we're trying to like aspire to be something like if you got a job then you just yeah. gotta learn how to use different avenues to get to where you ever got get oh, to yeah. that's, that's, fact, that's bro. what's up though but i never knew that whole like like the whole thing you, you draw something up and you bring it to a lab someone design it, and then they ship it off and they do all that like mm -hmm. i never really really knew the aspects of like behind the clothing thing like designing like the zipper gotta work and you gotta oh, make yeah. button is matched up with that like man just me just creating a couple of my hoodies with this with the screen printing and doing all that and just yeah. like i'm just like wait a minute yeah, i did that too bro like the whole manual process i had bought a machine that was just like <laughs> like a four station machine yeah and yeah. if it's if it's just you you yeah. gotta do you got to do every screen yourself. So, you know, I had like a 50, a 50 order, like uh, order. Right. And basically I had like maybe four colors and oh. I had to do every freaking shirt. It was crazy. Nah. My, fo my forearm was like on some Popeye no. shit, bro. Yeah, nah, I could only imagine. I, I just, I'm still trying to bang out these, a couple hoodies that I'm doing because it's just like, I'll call one place and they'll be like, $30 just to put it on. I'm like, I already got the stuff. You know what I mean? I got everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you said, I was being resourceful. Like I went to, I, I work in a big school. You know what I mean? They got a lot of money. They got a lot of resources and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. so I just happened to go to the wood shop and I just talked it up to the teacher. Like, yo, what's up? Can you hook me up with a screen? Like, what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah, what's up? Boom. Made me the screen, burnt it and everything. So I had a screen. So he's sitting here, do it yourself. Now I'm just like, yeah. I, I gotta charge an arm and a leg for these because all the, the, the yeah. work have actually Bro. been in and people don't understand that like all right you buy stuff for a certain amount and you sell it and people just like wait we are people what's up with a discount it's just nah, like i ain't no discount i was just spending two weeks manually doing these hoodies or these shirts or these hats like i need like some type of hell yeah some some type of kickback because this this ain't cheap this is hard this is hard labor and mm -hmm. The way you guys is pumping out stuff back then and jumping on doing school jerseys, like I commend y'all. I'm just like, damn, they're really about to take over the city. Like MMC yeah. finna take over the city. Like, and then I want to jump ahead, but how in the world did you guys get that contract to make the school jerseys? Yeah, that was um, that was that big. was crazy, bro. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll give you a backstory, bro. I got cuffed. I got cuffed in the basketball team you know charlestown yeah. and obviously like charlestown was like you know the number one high school basketball program in the all right, not in the country but no, i'll you say, say you can say, right. yeah. you can say like, was charlestown was known bro and I had always wanted to be on the team um so when i got cut man that shit that shit hurt me bro but i was all like I, you know i went to like damn near all the games bro i used to draw the jerseys like like all the jerseys, they used to draw jerseys and shit. Cause you know, I went to high school during like the 2000 to, to yeah, the 2000 era where, mm -hmm. the, you know, we were rocking throwbacks. Yeah. So for me, that was always my shit, bro. And, um, and then also me, you know, being a gamer, playing 2k, creating your own team and the whole yeah. nine. So it really like, you know, uh, started from that. So mm -hmm. once I was able to just like see the opportunity to like start working with teams, Mm -hmm. And the first opportunity came with um, Brighton High School. Mm -hmm. 
So Hugh Coleman had reached out to me because they had won a championship. And he was like, yo, can you design our um, our jackets? And I was like, all right, cool. Designed the jackets. And then I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to, you know what I mean, put the jerseys in. So I designed some jerseys and, he, you know, I showed him. And he was like, yo, these are crazy. How can I get these? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yeah, cool. This is, you know, this is the um, the price. Um, and then, you know, I because I, I had an office in downtown. Mm-hmm. So uh, Hugh came up to the office and I showed him like the whole collection and he was like, yo, let's do this. <laughs> and he cut the check, bro. And I was like, wow. And mm-hmm. that, that's when like our business model had changed. Cause again, we were just doing like the clothing joint. Mm-hmm. And then that's when like Mathematic Athletics had started. Okay. And um, from there I was like, all right, I'm gonna just solely focus on the athletics. Athletic. And that's when I was like, trying to, I was going to all the high school games, bro. Chopping it up. Yeah, chopping it up with the coaches. And then, you know, once Brighton played the school, they'd be like, yo, these jerseys are just crazy. Like, and then I'd be right there, like, hey, what's, yeah, if y'all need some, man, holla at me. And then sure enough, um, the next season, um, I ended up doing like four, four of the schools, bro. And then I had a connection with the uh, athletic director um, over in Boston. Okay. And I was, I was trying to lock, I was trying to lock all the schools, bro. I, I was I, trying I, to lock them down. Only imagine, <laughs> only imagine, bro. Like and imagine if like BPS it was like sponsored by MMT and not no Nike or Adidas. That them them Burke black and blue jerseys. I didn't even yeah. go to the Burke and I wanted one of those. Them jerseys Yo, tough, bro. Yeah, like, bro, I was like, I was trying to lock the whole city, man. But it was a lot of politics that came with that, um, and. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. And I started going to other school districts. Um, mm-hmm. Went went down to um, oh, shout out to radio, radio, <laughs> uh, radio hooked me up with uh, Nasa High School. Okay, so uh, we did Nasa out in uh, out in the Cape, mm-hmm. um, and then from there, ended up doing uh, Lynn English, mm-hmm. and then um, also did a, a ABA team out in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Oh snap! So I didn't know that. Get the name of the. But yeah, man, shoot, it was it was dope, bro. Like, you you gotta met like I'm a little I'm at this point I'm I'm my dreams had came true, bro. Yeah, like, I was able to lock down Charlestown, which was you know I always yeah, wanted to get a jersey, yeah. bro. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And it's just doing that for them. I was like, yo, that probably might have been like my favorite account, which which was Charlestown. So I remember you guys had a, a school store. You guys had the banner going up. It was going yeah. crazy over there. Like I felt like Charlestown was like back on the map again, even though like maybe they they wasn't there ball wise, but just bringing that entity of the the jerseys, just bringing back that school pride over there made them yeah. I know made them kids feel good, and even the kids smiling like yeah. Taking pictures in, in like some certain sense of like pride when they was rocking that MMC. Like, yeah, it feels yeah. good to rock like a local brand, especially if it's black. Like, when I throw on like my crew love t shirt or my hoodie or my MMC t shirts or hoodie or whatever, even the basketball, I got a basketball, don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I bring that out, you know, for special occasions, it's just like, yeah, this is like, like I know these, like I know this yeah. was made, this was made for us. Right, right. Literally made for us, and and I've I've always appreciated that. But like, you always talk about like you you was talking about the Charlestown thing, but what I think was even dope too was like doing the All Star game jersey. Yo, the All Star shit was man. 
bro, like that was for me, like like design wise, like that right there was that was like top tier for me, bro. Yeah, because you're talking about like like the all star of like all the like BPS kids. Um, I had so much fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like BSA, Boston Scholastic athletes, Athlet- yeah. athletes. Yeah, so yeah, we partnered up. Nah, man. Damn, that's crazy. Like we graduate and they give and they giving these kids everything. BSA, like student before at like the athletes and all this yeah. other stuff. Like it's kind of dope how they like Boston is embracing like student athletes compared to how how it was back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want I want to ask you a question. Now, you knew he was going to Charlestown, right? Yeah. You knew who was going to Charlestown when you was going there, right? A little bit. In the, back, you, in, the back head, in the back of the head, you was like, yo, mom, I think I need to transfer schools if I'm trying to play ball. Because my mom's and pop's like, yeah, go to Charleston. They got a good program. I looked at them like, I ain't never making that team. Like, yeah. they up from, like, middle school back then. I'm hip. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, bro. But, you know, had I, had I known... Like I, I would have gone to another school. I really <laughs> wanted to play ball, bro. Nah, I really too. wanted to play ball, but you know, yeah. I, I, I looked at that list. I was just like, all right, English. They smacked us by a hundred the year before. <laughs> Charlestown, not Easty, nah, Madison. I might. You know what? I'm going to High Park High. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, funny, right? We actually played. You and I played. Yeah, against each other, dog. Like yeah. Master Story. <laughs> Master Story. <laughs> Back in the Juco days, man. Yo, that was hella funny, man. Because one, I always say this, right? I like I say this jokingly. I be saying my, I be telling my family, bro, I'm the only one in this family that played college ball. <laughs> you can say that. You but I rode, I rode the bench though. I rode the bench. They, yeah, I was I was nah, a bench warmer, bro. You still on the roster, fam? I was I was a bench warmer. But I tell you this funny story. A lot of people know about this. When we was playing you guys, mm-hmm. right? We were down maybe like twenty points or some shit. You was busting ass, bro. Yeah, you was busting ass. I was on the bench. I stayed on the bench the entire freaking game. The coach taps me. Talking about go Peter, in, go in. Mind you, it's like two minutes left, bro. My family is out there, bro. <laughs> My family went out to see me play, cuz. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Peter, don't go in last minutes like this. <laughs> I, I referred to myself in third person, bro. I was like, Peter, don't go in at last minutes, bro. <laughs> nah. And that's when that was that was a wrap for me, bro. That's when I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah, done with hoping, bro. Like, nah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that's like my only basketball like <laughs> shit. <laughs> Other than that, I think I was more of a fan, bro. Uh-huh. Definitely, I was more of a fan um, of of the of the sport versus like like you know what I mean like actually. I, I mean, you know, at one point you you, you become realistic with yourself. And you're like, yo, oh, yeah. I'm I'm not going to the league. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm yeah. not going to the league, and I was like, all right, how like what, what's the other avenue that I could like you know still participate in a culture. And mm-hmm. the athletic part was 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 game over for me because like for me like I could I can compete at the highest level when it comes to athletic stuff and that's why I felt like you know I knew my lane and mm-hmm. at that point I was like can't nobody rock with me 
off off that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah. Nah, I I I believe that as well. But like I feel like I wish like some of these same opportunities that need there are now was also presented to us back then. Like yeah. you don't want to tell me like all right, I got hit with the reality like I'm going to the NBA. I'm going to the NBA and now I see myself at Bunker Hill. I'm just like, wait a minute. How the hell am I gonna go to the draft? Only sixty people make it to the draft. There's like one point something million people in the world. Sixty thousand of them trying to get to the league, and they only pick a sixty. Right. So hard to slim. I wish somebody would have been like, "Yo, listen, you can coach, you can officiate, you can create game jerseys, you can create content, you can be this, you could like." No one was ever been like, "Yo, you you, you can train players." Like, imagine if someone told us, "Like, yeah, Yo, you're a good player, but." Professionally and you go train some players or come over here and come mock up my jerseys for me. Yeah. Like imagine if we was getting the jewels we have now back then. Absolutely. You know what I, mean? I feel like and the I, future and like my daughter and them already gonna be kind of successful because these tools is automatically available for them. Like right. if you play like my daughter doesn't have to play basketball a day in her life, but the simple fact that I'm a coach and she's gonna be around me, she can get an easy coaching job easy because she's just been around the game like and right. I feel like avenues opened up a lot since you know a lot has changed in the game and stuff like that absolutely man and I think that's important to to note because there's so many ways that we can make money in basketball like yo we represent almost like 85 percent like people look like us black folks yeah. we represent 85 percent damn near 90 percent of basketball so it's like we should be like benefiting off of that. You know what I mean? Like we should start, we should like start off making leagues and monetizing that and all of that. You know what I mean? So again, like, yeah, you know, all the experience that we've got, like that we've gained Mm -hmm. from playing basketball from like, dog, eight years old, all the way up to like 21, 22, it shouldn't go to waste. It right. shouldn't go to waste. Right. And that's why I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I was, I was glad that you came up with this podcast, bro. I was like, this is dope. This is dope, and I'm happy for you, bro. Thank you, bro, man. I, I, I started doing this not knowing what the hell I was doing, what the hell I was gonna get myself into. Like I said, I threw that intro out there, and everybody was just like, yo, bro, this is, this is your avenue. This is what you should be doing. Like, I wish somebody would have told me this. Like, not maybe, but like, not waste my years. But I was just trying to, you know, find myself and trying to find my ways. Like, if someone had been like, yo, you can be podcast or on the radio, like, who knows? Yeah. But I'm just happy that I did start it. I'm happy that people are actually rocking with it. People are actually tuning in and tapping in. Like, I, I to be honest, I didn't think no one was going to be listening. Yeah. I thought I was going to throw this out there and um, everybody's going to be like, ah, whatever. But, like, I'm happy, like, everybody's liking it and accepting it. And it's like I said, it's something new for the city. Like, I don't think yeah. there's other podcasts out there and they talk, we, they talk about fashion, they right. talk about business and stocks or anything, but there's nothing specifically aimed towards this sport and the love of basketball that this city has. Like, I feel like the basketball family in the city of Boston is such a great love story to tell. It's just because, like, every, even though we might Roxbury, Dorchester Games, or High Park versus Rosendale, like, you know, we might be, but when we come together, like, this basketball yeah really shows love to, to all of us. And then we got some ballers in this city. Oh, yeah. Hell we got yeah. some, like, legendary ballers. And not only ballers, things like what you did and bringing MMC to light and 
making yeah. jerseys for the cities and doing stuff like that, and then even break making your own shoe. Yeah. Now, you made your own shoe. You didn't yeah. collab with a Nike. You didn't collab with a Reebok. You didn't collab with any of these big companies at all. You literally dropped your own yeah. shoe. Like, what is like? What is the step by step process for you? Like, I wouldn't even know how to even start a shoe company. Like, you can get a t-shirt company. You go to custom ink, throw something on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, you can't do this for a shoe. Yeah. Yo, like, like I like going back. Like I want, yeah. For one, I wanted to be. I, I wanted a design, bro. Like, like, like I said, ever since high school, man, I was drawing jerseys. I was drawing sneakers. I wanted to work for Nike and all of that. So for me, it just, you know, just so happened that like I was in that space where I, 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 you know, I work at a, a, a billion dollar, you know, sportswear company, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm at I'm at New Balance. I'm seeing these things, and it's like, yo, like, what if what if I send a a mock up to, you know, a, a freaking manufacturer? What's, what what might happen? Oh, they come back and say, oh, this is how much it's gonna cost to produce this, and I'm like, oh snap, uh, can I change this color here? Uh, yeah, you can change it to whatever you want. You want a zipper on this? Work, and that's that that's what I was able to do, and I was like, oh snap. So they sent me like a couple of samples. I got I had like 10, 10 samples. Mm. And I'm like looking at my own shoe that I was like, oh snap, this is crazy. Like this was this literally an idea that I had in my head, and that was in, in my hands. So that shit was just it was it was amazing, bro. Just you know, seeing that happen. Um so again, just like <laughs> I just so happened to be at a spot where I had the you know the tools. Mm-hmm. And it connects to to make that shit possible, bro. So now, what well, I seen like because I'm I'm a, I'm a sneakerhead, you know what I mean. I seen different elements in different parts from different from different sneakers. Mm-hmm. So I seen, but before these sneakers came on, it was like it was like a slide in. So it was like a slide in, almost like the Balenciaga. Yeah, it had uh, uh, the, 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 the Sanders or the Emma Smiths, like the turf ninety seven bottom. Nah, it was the Jason Kid. Jason Kids, okay. Souls, yeah. It was okay. Jason, Jason Kid Souls. And um, so I had that. Mind, this was before Balenciaga. Yeah. Balenciaga did what they did right. exactly. So they, you know, they just we I, like I added the the zipper again. These mm-hmm. weren't like athletic joints. Like if you if you bald in these, I'm not liable for anything. <laughs> these are just yeah. like a casual. You break your ankle in these joints, don't call me. You feel me? Yeah. But no, nah, they were just for fashion, bro. And um, you know, it, it was it was it was dope. And just being able to see a few cats, like you know, my homeboys was uh copping them, and I was like, oh, that shit's crazy, bro. <laughs> so you guys are like like legendary. And when I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna where, where, where you guys are from, I'm gonna always say you guys are Rosendale guys because Greg and <laughs> like, like right right outside of Arkdale right then. I always used to see the guys, you know, growing up and shit. But you guys are from Rosie. I don't care what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out my cousins, man. Phil, Greg, you know what I mean? Definitely shout out, you know, the team, Mathematic. You know what I mean? When we, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, bro, if it, if it wasn't for them, man. It was a yeah. team, it was a team effort, bro. You know they mm-hmm. believed they believed in, in in the ideas and all of that. So, so did you feel like you you had to have a team because a lot of like clothing companies when they start is just like themselves or themselves and their partner. 
like I like how you guys is coming in, like like the Wu Tang effect. Like yeah. you got different people doing different things, but you guys are still a collective. Like that was dope. Like what was your reasoning behind like like I got cousins and stuff now I could put on, but it's just like mm, I'm just putting you on just to put you on. But like yeah. y'all like waves and schematics of it was like kind of dope. Like what made you like you know I'm gonna put my cousins on. We about to do yeah. this. G, you gotta be the model. Big Black, you gotta be like yeah like spokesperson then you got jay like what what made you be like you know we all gotta collab and make this one whole thing i mean to be honest with you bro like if we were family dog like we did everything together so it's like you know you know i you know for me i was basically the ideas guy and mm -hmm. Cass is just like all right cool let's that's what we're doing all right and everybody's like yeah let's let's do it so like you know having a team and i just so happen to know like all right yo phil's good at that jay's good at that freaking greg's good at that and you know we were able to just make it work and still have fun while we were doing it bro like you know doing a fashion show was mad fun bro like yeah, going, to, was lit. going to miami for like events like that shit was fun bro you know we we managed to like you know like find fun in in the work mm -hmm. that we were doing and you know that's what <laughs> Like just like if you have homeboys, man, y'all y'all all enjoy chilling with each other. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, how do we, how do we like make money while we do this? And that's how mm. that's what Mathematic was really. And I think really what really helped us sell a lot of stuff was the fact that we documented, like we recorded stuff. Like we were clowns, bro. Like yeah. every single one of us was class clowns, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we were all class clowns, bro. So like all of us together, we were making skits. I, I used to do stand-up comedy, bro. So it was like we were all able to like add our personalities to, you know, to the brand to make mathematics. That's why the shit sold, bro. Like mm. people saw like like us, right? They saw yeah. themselves. Yeah. Us. yeah. Like, oh yeah, I got a homeboy like I got a cousin just like that. So we were like that's what that's what it was all about like we were having fun while we were doing this shit and then you know us selling clothing was just secondary you mm. know what i'm saying so now nah, them skits was funny like the detective skits yeah yeah y'all gotta bring some of them things back man yeah <laughs> I, I know the quarantine done messed up a lot of a lot of the flow of what's going on but i gotta bring some of some of that good content back like g is like you know when you look at like Mike Epps and you laugh, yeah, that's G. Like he doesn't have to do nothing, and yeah, you geez, can geez, walk funny, in. Bro. He's a funny dude. Like that dude is like naturally funny, and he's a model. Yeah, and he's like he's like a model. He can take the modeling thing, and you know what? He can bless you with a haircut. Yeah, that's a talented dude right there. And I just love how like you guys are like really really family oriented. And it's crazy because me and you went to middle school. We went to high school, and it wasn't until after the fact that I found out you guys was family. I didn't even yeah. know you guys was family until I found out after. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, hold on. Boom, boom. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Haitians really be sticking together, huh? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and then I got through with Chillville, and he's like, "Wait a minute, you know that's my cousins." I'm just like, "Fan, like, how are you guys even yeah. related?" I don't but even you know that is. That's my, <laughs> my first cousin, Cash. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. Can we expect more from MMC in the future? Can we expect another uh, another school link up or jersey or another pop up shop or something? 
Um, so freaking two years ago, yeah, two years ago, I, I ended up switching careers, bro. I ended up um getting more into like the technical side, like or designing mobile applications. Um, mm -hmm. so that's kind of been my focus. Um mm -hmm. recently I, I just re-released the Malcolm X uh hoodies. Um and yeah, right now, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, bro, like the whole clothing joint has has changed, man. Like the scene has changed. You know, obviously, like we're a little bit older now. Uh, mm -hmm. Can't go on like tours and do yeah. fashion fashion shows like that. Um, I do miss it though, like because you know that's you know that's how that's 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 my first. I like my first love, bro. Is just producing like fashion uh, pieces and stuff. But um, I don't know. To be honest with you, I actually don't know, man. I see. You said you released the Malcolm X, the iconic hoodies. Now, when you did that, I remember the game. Had yeah. one it ended up with your Malcolm X uh, baseball jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game and uh, damn, who else? Omarion and yo, I was sending them tweets yeah. to fans like, yo, this is my man's this shit. <laughs> yo, this yo, this is crazy. I can't get one, but just know that they're on the map and they're from the hood. Like I was sure. and sending that to everybody. People like, oh, what's that? I'm like, that's my boys, MMC back home. And then when I went to Houston with the plan, it was like, what's the jersey? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about the jersey. But I, we need another one. Yo, real talk, bro. I mean, obviously, you know, 2020 was hella crazy, bro, with like the race riots. Mm -hmm. and, you know, for me, like that, I, I I made that piece 2000, I think 2012 or maybe 2011 or something. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that that piece, I could definitely say that was like one of our successful pieces. Definitely um, an iconic piece. The, the, Has the, you been like knocking and be like, yo, could, can you make this again because of like what's going on? Or yeah. stuff like, that? like that was like, you know, for me, when I, whenever I wear that Malcolm X joint, that's like a form of protest for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when folks see that, especially when you're in Boston and Cambridge yeah. or, you yeah, know what I mean? Know. They, you know, they definitely notice, and it's like it's a, you know, it's a piece that's intimidating. It's a statement piece. You got Malcolm X with the with the AK forty seven in the back, and you got the Raiders insignia, you know. So, you know that the whole um, the whole con the the connection between the Malcolm X and the Raider uh, insignia was almost like a homage to um, the the NWA. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like NWA, they had the whole you know, Raiders, Raiders get up and, you know, for me, I was like, damn, this is definitely one of those pieces that I want to, you know, um, uh, bring together. And Adam Malcolm was just like, all right, I, I already know what time he's on. You feel me? So, yeah, that's why I was like 2020 was definitely like a perfect time to bring that joint back. And people were showing mad love with, the, you know, with, with, with the purchases. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to just keep this one on. And stop, you feel me? So that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now you got you 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 got a couple of like iconic like check out. You got the Malcolm X jersey. You got the All Star jerseys. Boom, check check. You got school jerseys. Check. You got shoes. Check. Now you got basketballs. Check. But one thing that I really 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 love and I find dope is when you guys do the throwback jerseys playing homage to Dana Barrows and Patrick yeah. Ewing. Yeah. Bro, that was dope. What Appreciate made you like, let me, let me take these 
Massachusetts and Boston legends. And let me revamp, like you you said, you like throwback jerseys, but let me revamp their jerseys, make them new, put a little twist on it because these schools are popular now. Like these schools are rocking now. Like Cambridge and Lyon, they, they like rocking now. And what school did Dan Valley go to? Reading or something like that? Nah, he went to um, Xavier. Xavier, Xavier, Xavier. Xavier, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Think of the prep school. Prep school, yep. Yeah. Um, revamp revamp their jerseys and, and just put them out there. Even the Northeastern one. That one was tough too. Yeah. Like, are you guys? You guys should drop. Them. I, don't, I don't know. I'm a fan. Like, just yeah, I, yeah. Like shout them. out, shout out to um, shout out to Full Boston. We collab um and and, and put together like the the Boston Legends collection. Shout mm-hmm. out to shout out to Dart Adams. If yeah, if, if most of y'all don't yeah, Dart Adams. He's from Boston. Everyone knows about him. Yeah. Dart Adams. Yeah. He's like he's like when it comes to Boston, bro. He knows literally everything from music. To mm-hmm. sports, like so, he was like our, our our historian, man. So he was basically just, you know, giving stories about, um, you know, the Boston legends, bro. So, you know, he was able to just, you know, give us the story as to like who's who and and who had like the most impact, and you know, for Boston, uh, another clothing brand. Shout out to Sean. Uh, he he um he reached out to me and was like, yo, I want to do this. So. You know, being that we were uh, a brand that that already is in that space of doing jerseys, mm-hmm. you know, it was perfect, and we we ended up doing like a podcast with it, mm-hmm. um, where we was able to do uh, uh, Dana Barrows is like you know feature and um, what's up, uh, Wayne Turner, like all these mm-hmm. Boston legends, man, and um, we definitely plan on continuing doing that and doing more of that. I was about yeah. to say yeah, that that's dope right there. And did Patrick Patrick you whenever I not seen Dana take a picture in his jersey? I so seen- so we we had Wayne. So we have Wayne's uh, Wayne uh, Wayne Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, we so with Patrick Ewan, we had his nephew. Yeah, like you know, doing also Millie's Millie's was uh in the in the shoot in the video shoot too. He's a Cambridge guy. Piece. Yeah, he's from Cambridge. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Then Pat Pat never got his, huh? Nah. <laughs> we went out to him. We I think yeah, we did. We try to reach, we try to reach out to him, but we couldn't really get a hold of him. Nah, nephew ain't nephew ain't put enough groundwork. I'm like, nephew, <laughs> tap tap your uncle, man. Don't take this pick with this uh this jersey. Yeah, yeah, we, I forgot. We also did um Kyrie Irvin's pops. Uh mm. yeah, because he went to BU. Went to be you, okay. Yeah, to be you. That's the stuff, man. You guys making jerseys and basketballs and making Boston legend throwback jerseys. That's that's epic, man. No one would ever think just a small little black kid from Boston putting began putting schools on the map and making jerseys and throwback jerseys and Letterman jackets. Those Letterman jackets is tough. Letterman still jackets. Got, I still got a few of them joints, man. No, I know. I, I hit you up. Matter of fact, what I was what was I doing? I was like cleaning through my emails and I was just like, wait a minute, Peter. And I was looking, I was like, damn, this nigga sent me an invoice for I oh, don't know. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, hey bro, <laughs> I'll be sending everybody invoices, man. They ain't even doing that. I send them, I send them an invoice though. <laughs> I was just like, it was just a thought. I was just like, I was just thinking about it. He sent me a whole invoice. I'm like, damn. And I just now I'm I just now looked at it again, like, damn, though. Was like the AAU joint, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, bro. We sat down, man. 
Wow, like you, 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 man, bro, you've done truly, truly great work with MMC, and I really, really look forward to much, much, much For more. Sure. Y'all got, got a lot, man. I know we getting old, but I think this is the time to bring on some of those iconic yeah. people. And some of these, some of these young kids want want some of that too. Yeah, real talk, real talk. That 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 I need one of those big MMC ones with the logo. I need that shirt again. Real I need talk. that one, but. Some of these youngers, they, they need to know. They need to know that they they wasn't the only ones that did this. That like there is like some people before you that laid down these ground, this groundwork for y'all to just to be easily jump back in the game. Um, like I said, for real, for real, I really would like to see a MMC pop up shop at a tournament or something. You know, what yeah. I mean? you know what I mean? for sure, for sure, something to give back to the community because like we we need we need your energy back. Yeah, need, definitely, man. We need that MMC energy back. It's like I'm trying to just keep this basketball energy. We, we need y'all back. Like the basketball realm need y'all. I know you was doing athletic clothing. We if more is is gonna be more athletic clothing for MMC or? Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, bro. Like, I want to bring. I want to. I want to add more technology into into athletics, bro. Um, I think that's one of the you know one of the areas where we're not really you know present in like that like we don't have a lot of um we don't have a lot of people that look like us in the technology space bro especially with like athletics so you know ever since you know i made that pivot into you know doing more product design like i want to see how i could you know have an impact in sports using technology so you know break, i'm up yeah go break ahead. that down a little bit for me when you mean like Black people in technology with sports, like what type of technology? Are you talking like like 2K technology with the green screens and stuff? Or are you talking like timing and player yeah. like grid and that like stuff like I'm analytics? Talk, yeah, right there. I'm talking about analytics, bro. Like tech like how can technology improve, you know, an athlete, right? So when it comes to training, we got a lot of people who are, you know, doing trainings, like who who have like athletic um like training facilities. So it's like, I want to see how can, you know, technology improve like someone's performance. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I forget the guy's name, but this guy basically when the Lakers played uh, the Celtics and the Celtics ended up, you know, uh, defeating the Lakers, this guy, I forget his name, but he was like a, like a sports analytics dude. And he broke down like everything as to why um, the Lakers lost, mm. right? Mm. And you know Kobe, rest mm. in peace. Kobe was like, he reached out to this dude. Kobe reaches out to this dude, right? Because Kobe's a you know mamba mamba mentality, bro. Kobe reaches out to this dude, hires him to basically like use his analytics to make him better. So I was like, oh snap, that's crazy. I was mm. like, that's that's crazy. Cause a lot, you know, some folks, you know, when you're looking at game tape, you're looking at, okay, like this is why we lost. Like, like seeing the breakdown, like on an analytical like perspective, yeah. like you're, you're able to take, take, the, take the numbers and have those make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so now you you're, you're tapping into IQ, right? You're mm -hmm. tapping into like play, uh, player IQ. So that's where I'm like, all right, there's a there's a there's a void in that space when it comes mm -hmm. to, you know, 
you know, even like with, with like people of color, right? Like I'm like, all right, yo, how could I get into that space? And mm -hmm. that's my entry with mathematic athletics. And that's why I'm like, I'm in this, I'm in this technology space right now where I'm trying to, you know, learn as much as I possibly can and then come back and then make some crazy stuff that's gonna, you know, have all of that type of technology to have players, you know, take their game to the next level, bro. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. The breakdown, because sometimes we, I'm, I'm, like I said, I coach now, and we sit down and film, and then I break down film, but if I could have, like, a professional come in and be like, coach, this is what we do here, and if this player, she shoots, you know, extra 40% on this side than she does on this side, like, I yeah. can bring a professional that can break down the analytics, like, how you sing, that would be, like, phenomenal. Yeah. That would be phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, though. Huh? The NBA, like a lot of old school NBA guys, like they're they don't like that. No, they don't. They, they don't, don't like that because they feel that that's taking their job. Mm. And I think the problem with that is right. A lot of people, like when they when they think about technology, they see they fear technology because it's most of the technology is brand new, right? Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that's is, that's happening is unprecedented. So they're like, I don't know it. So my fear is it's going to do X, Y, Z. And they're like, oh, snap. I don't want to deal with it. But really, if you look at technology, technology is just a tool, right? So if you use it as a tool just to help make your job a lot easier, then you have the advantage. So um, that's why I feel like a lot of people aren't really a adopting this whole analytic analytical stuff with with sports so well, in baseball they are because man listen they got people breaking down analytics people getting caught cheating and stuff like that yeah <clears throat> I mean, we just now got instant replay in basketball so i think the game of basketball is slowly yeah. slowly getting into the analytics because people are looking at Couple of years ago, people didn't give two shits about the the plus minus. Now you're looking at guys yeah. plus and minuses. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He had he did this, 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 but his plus minus is bad. You know what I mean? So I think analytics is like a new curve to the game that yeah. some of the older heads are going like. Like some of the older heads didn't like when a rap came out, but they were listening to Run DMC. But you're not gonna listen to Fifty Cent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So like. This is going to have to adapt to the change that, you know, computers and technology are in sports now. Oh, yeah. That's something that they're really, really going to have to, like, get used to. I know if my grandfather was still alive, he, he would have been like, mm -mm. nah, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. But, um, man, bro, thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again, I appreciate you, man. Making it happen. I, I know it was, it was quick and it was last minute. It was just like, yo, what's up? I'm like, let's, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Right. Appreciate it, man. Next time around, probably have you come by the studio. I'm still trying to work on like a little studio set or whatever the case may be. For Once sure. again, ladies and gentlemen, Peter, CEO, creator, mastermind for uh, <laughs> MMC. We go back to the Lewis line days, man. Just right. a couple. Right. A couple of Boston kids trying to put on for the city. Um, is there anywhere they can reach you or find any like article to close them? Drop drop your info. Yeah, y'all can find me on uh Instagram, Peter P E D A underscore Edward E D O U A R D. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. You're already, you're already, and like I always end my podcast, like I tell everybody, 
get buckets and stay black. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All right, bro. We're going to chop it up, man. Much, much, much appreciated, man. Shout out to the MMC crew. Shout out Jay. Shout out Greg. Shout out uh, Big Black. Uh, who else you got on there? Uh, My guy, Rich. Rich. You got you got Rich. And uh, shout out MMC and uh, Bros for Life. They bring an epic, epic basketball tournament. We didn't have one this season, this year because of the COVID. But shout out the, uh, My, the Bros for Life. You got Fat Boy Rich over there. Who else is who else is bros for life? Uh Drew, um, uh Big Dave, man. Sh shout out the whole MMC uh Bros for Life. I think that's probably one of the best collabs in the city. When 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 MMC and Bros for Life collab, you know that something epic's about to happen. For sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. But man, once again, thank you, bro. I, I I'll be waiting for my invite to your podcast sooner or later. Plug your bro, podcast. Oh, yeah, man. If y'all want to check out any design. Insight, y'all check uh, UX Design on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, or whatever they have platforms. Apple Park, yeah, I would say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now my shit's pretty new, though. Like, um, So yeah, I give a lot of um, details on like my whole process with design. Um, and then yeah, and I also interview other folks who are in the design space, too. So. No, I checked out the first one and said, right, I like I like it. I'm a fan. Trust me, I subscribe. For sure. I saw that. I saw that. Good looks. <laughs> Much obliged, brother. I'm about right. to get a party and get, me, get, get some food in my system. Start my Saturday, man. All right, man. Be easy. Peace. All right, man. Much love, bro.